Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Destination UAE for India. Their practice, uh, no, their qualifier against Macau. Bengaluru FC set for the North Korean expedition, Mumbai FC being stupid once again, and why is Syria making headlines? Well, all of this we have on this episode of Injury Time. Hello guys and welcome. This is your host Naveen and joining me today is Arvind. Hi. And a guy who's braved rain and is still in his raincoat, Sandeep. Hello. <laughs> guys, it's been the international week. Indian team was in action in the qualifier against Macau, which more looked like a friendly, isn't it? Sandeep, you watch the game. Yeah, so uh, just pretty much what I expected from that game. Uh, Macau didn't really pose any kind of threat. They were just always going to sit back. I think they were playing for a draw. Maybe if they can steal one on the counter, maybe that was pretty much all they were hoping for. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, and India in the first half especially was kind of you know, uh, devoid of any ideas. They had a lot of possession, didn't really do much. Brought in balancing in the second half. Uh, went more direct, had more people in the box because a lot of the crosses were not meeting anybody in the first half because nobody was there in the box other than JJ. And then once Balanth was brought in, they had more people in the box and obviously that changed. It's a different kind of situation, a problem for them when Balanth comes in. He's a very direct guy, strong in the air, strong with his left foot. Uh, but although the second goal was a comedy of errors from their side, but uh, still. Still a goal. Still a goal, yeah. Arvind, uh, Balanth coming in says. Made us debut very recently for the national team, isn't it? Yeah, even and his, his first goal. Even his other competitive goal. Competitive debut. I mean, he's played friendlies before. Yeah. Competitive debut. Even his other goal for uh, India, his debut goal came uh, when he was uh, second half substitute, and uh, you saw that pattern repeat against uh, Macau as well. And uh, it's it. You have to give credit to the guy who's uh, doing uh, what Robin Singh uh, should be doing with that <coughs> kind of uh, physical. Uh, power that Robin Singh has and uh, you've seen Balwant improve over the years uh, with his uh, headers and uh, he just is really good at tapping the ball in right now. Uh, any cross, let it be, he at, at least uh, attempts and uh, does whatever is necessary. Uh, and there was, a uh, like Sandeep mentioned, the first half was plenty of chance, chances and uh, no one to convert them and JJ in fact missed a header or uh, had his header saved in the 42nd minute or something. So, uh, that was what the game was all about. And finally, India won 2-0. They should have won at least 4-0, I feel. So, you come back disappointed that it's only 2-0, isn't it, Sandeep? At the end of the day, three points is all that matters. Uh, it's I find it interesting. Again, India didn't start very well, although they had a lot of position. Sorry, position. And we had spoken about this in the previous last two podcasts as well, that they don't start really strong. Yeah, and they come in the second half and change the game. And that's again what they did. Uh, and maybe one thing that I noticed was the corner kicks that India were taking. They were trying a lot of different practiced corners, not the normal one that you just hang in the air. So, uh, it didn't really work out, so maybe some more practice on that yeah, would really work down, out. Up, yeah. up next will be Palestine for them, so probably something new in that. 
yeah because makkah at the end of the day was the easiest opposition they had mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty much what what i expected from that match so i don't i think differ more difficult uh, task ahead but if they win the next match i think they're done yeah they have one one foot in the championship now the flagship tournament for afc the afc asian cup another win which will again be macau this time at home yeah if they a, go on to win that we are all like qualified i think yeah, because if you look if india at india i mean india they played away this time so at india it's it's going to be even harder for macau mm-hmm. and uh, the center back partnership looks fine gurpreet into the team as uh, not that he had a lot of things to do but its communication was better than subratopal and all these kind of things so it's looking good for him yeah it's Yeah, nothing was to do because two center halves were so pushed up so far. Like they were not pressing. Mm-hmm. Macau had all the players behind. So the, the, the Sandesh and uh, Anas were just walking in the other half. Mm-hmm. And the the goal that came because they had acres of space. The first goal, Anas was just passing it to Narendras, who had all the time in the world to pick a cross, great cross, and a header from Balwant. And the second one was just a thump from Gurpreet, mm-hmm. and it just reached there. So it's just. Uh, I don't think we should read too much into this but it's good that they got the three points because they very easily could have not won this match. Exactly. Arvind <laughs> yeah. uh, this game more looks like a national team playing against a school opponent isn't it? It did uh, but still Macau put up a fight and uh, it was <laughs> at the end of the day it was a 2-0 defeat. If it was a school team then you would have expected a 5-0 or 7-0. So uh the fact that india didn't uh, score many goals uh, is down to them it's uh, taking nothing away from macau they ranked 186th after all mm-hmm. and uh, it will further slip after this defeat or maybe not uh, but if you noticed uh, constantine was always ready with uh, his words saying uh, we should never underestimate this uh, opponent maybe this is one of the reasons why uh, he chose not to uh, play down the macau's chances before the game yeah but uh, you spoke about jj spoke about balwan but people like raulen has who has been an integral part of the se- of this unit that constantine has been building over the past one one and a half years he st- he seemed to flourish he seems to be flourishing in that role that uh, role of box to box bo- yeah box to box guy a guy who marshals the midfield like no one other can do in the side now i don't know if nobody other can do but eugene used to be that guy mm-hmm. but rolling is obviously i think is a little bit more athletic than eugene is maybe his passing is not as crisp but uh, not that it's bad but you know he passes bad but i think he's probably the best midfield engine that india has and probably look into helping him out even the full backs are quite developing under yeah. the new system pritham was very good pritham uh, was yeah good. and uh, the cross narayan das came up with a lot of crosses uh, from the wings uh, few of them to jj and uh, finally one of them was converted by balwan uh, so you can see that uh, they are doing their roles well and it's only uh, how they match up to bigger opponents like palestine and uh, kazakhstan away game would be another interesting one kyrgyzstan kyrgyzstan republic's away game will be another uh, interesting one yeah you spoke about the defense spoke about the midfield but this might be a little nitpicking but has the forward re- forward line really impressed if you leave these two goals by balwant they haven't come up with a good season tension even this qualifying campaign uh, well chetri scored three goals i think two uh, two and udanta scored some no udanta set up one of yeah. so uh, in terms of goal scoring not really because it, now you have to say this about balwant he's coming back into the old form that we saw when he was in salgaonkar mm-hmm. before his move to uh, bagan and right. in injury troubles and all that 
so it's nice to see that he is getting a look in and i think he is an upgrade on robin because he is very similar he go throws himself about and you know is a very physical very direct kind of a striker very good left foot uh, scores a lot of go headed goals which we often joke about yeah, yeah. but uh, at the end of the day he is getting the job done jj is a different jj is not the same jj he was two seasons ago mm-hmm. he doesn't really have that kind of confidence but he lays off and finds people his passing is very good like yeah. the layoff is very good so as long as the goals keep coming uh, shouldn't be a problem shouldn't be a problem i JJ think they pa- actually provided a lot of good passes in the previous uh, qualifier i think against uh, kyrgyzstan or my Myanmar. Yeah. Even Chetri hit the bar here, so uh, it's not too bad. But I, I think going forward, Robin probably needs to come down a little bit down the pecking order. Yeah. No, but with Balwan coming coming up with this kind of performance, is it time for Robin Singh to pull up his socks and improve his game? Is it is his position in this Indian team under the radar now? Definitely under the radar, and uh, the fact that uh, Balwan is scoring headers, uh, he being a tall person and uh robin singh also being a very physical guy you would expect that kind of uh, role from robin singh but all he has done is uh, steal the ball and score one on one sometimes he even miss those so robin singh has to look out and balwant is improving mm, so there can only be 11 players and yeah. i mean at this moment in time it has to be jaje balwant chetri udanta uh, all of them ahead of him exactly so he has his work cut up not that he doesn't have the talent or the ability he just has to you know produce it time in time out and uh, i think nazari deserves a mention he played very well uh, he needed to because the other wingers and the young ones are all mm-hmm. coming and slightly pushing him and True. produced a good good show and that is the kind of thing that we need from robin because yeah nazari had a you know look be, uh, behind his shoulders and realized right. there are people waiting in line he Put pulled up, up a shot and uh, played very well sir Well, probably that about the national team who will next play Palestine in an international friendly in Mumbai on the second of October before Macau comes calling once again in the home leg of the AFC Asian Cup qualifiers. But before all of that, there is another AFC Cup competition. This time, the club competition where Bengaluru FC travel to Pyongyang to take on April twenty-five Sports Club in the return leg of their. Interzonal semi-final. I like how you pronounce Pyongyang. Yeah, <laughs> I think you deliberately did that. Isn't that how you pronounce the name? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Three uh, nil win at home. Going uh, going away to North Korea. Apart from all the stories that have been building around Bengaluru FC's travel to North Korea, how do you see this match pan out? I feel uh, North Korea four point two five will score one goal uh-huh. at least and. Uh, it's all up to bengaluru fc to hold on to the 3-0 lead that they have already built which i think they will because uh, from what i understand all the players have got the visa so they are going with the full squad nobody's left behind so yeah king jong yeah. was pretty satisfied with bengaluru's performance yeah let's i mean there is nothing like, we saw them play they didn't do anything spectacular for us to believe that they're going to come back from a 3-0 deficit all mm-hmm. we have to watch out for the number 18 their uh, top scorer kim some kim samyong and uh, that's not <laughs> his name him is songyong not samyong <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he had a very bad day in bengaluru because of a back ache uh-huh. and uh, he might he will be reco- he'll would have recovered by now and mm-hmm. uh, we have to watch out for him that's the only well, that game is on tuesday 
the coming Tuesday where Bengaluru FC take on North Korea's April 25 sports club. That about the matches that are up and coming but what about away from the football field there are news making in Indian football isn't it Sandeep? Mumbai FC, Maling pull out or they think they should deserve a place in the I League. What's happening there? So Mumbai FC are uh, mulling over the fact whether they need to pull out of the I League 2 because they got relegated last time. So which would technically be our third division. Absolutely. But uh, no, if, not officially. Yeah. So yeah, technically no. Technically no. But let's face facts. It's technically third division. And so then they uh, the last thing was they were discussing there are some financial matters that are very difficult. They tried to speak to AIFF similar to what Aizwal and do something like what Aizwal did just come back mm-hmm. because there is not enough teams. Okay. But AIFF apparently wants I think 3 crore is the uh, figure that they are quoting and uh, they are trying to get that done. So uh, there is the issue here is it's not so much that AIFF is not willing to give them the time mm-hmm. or the give them the slot and the money mm-hmm. which obviously they are saying the money issue. Mm-hmm. I read a statement which said that uh, playing in the second division is out of the question. Why? That is the quote that one of the officials in the club gave. And you are part of a club that was rode into the ground. This like every season you would do nothing to improve, <laughs> and then you really messed things up, and you got relegated as a result of all the mismanagement that you've done. And you you can't have the gall to come and say, oh, the out of the question to play in the third, second division or third Absolutely. division, whatever division it is. So I find that very uh, arrogant. Uh, but they sound very arrogant with that quote, isn't it, Arvind? Yeah, they do, they do, and uh, I don't know what will gonna, what's gonna happen because uh, even with the bids for the I League teams, uh, we have not heard anything out of it, and the technical bids were rejected. So uh, AFF could have should have probably told them to apply for the bids. We have called for tenders and. Uh, done that instead of asking for 3 crore. What is that? If you did. have 3 crore, you can get a club. I think they did. Uh, there are 2-3 of these versions that I read. I don't know which one is the absolute truth. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, it, the fact remains that they got relegated. And this is not just re- about Mumbai. We saw a similar kind of attitude from the Kolkata clubs when the ISL was happening. That this can't happen. They wanted to start a new league. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were talks of all that kind of stuff also. So I just don't get it. Like, just do your job. Well, but is I-League in trouble with Mumbai FC not willing to adhere to the terms and DSK Sivajians, like like we spoke in the last episode, pulling out of the I-League? Is it in trouble? I think Has that DSK pulled out completely? Mm-hmm. Yes, they have. I think that's how they want to kill I-League, ultimately. So, this is what they're doing for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think they would want to kill the I League, but they're no, losing. No, second division. Yeah, they're losing top good teams. Like Mumbai had some good players, you know, three four years back. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's not like the end of the world. I'm sure they can do something to salvage the season and come right back up next year. Why not do that? There's something that Dempo successfully did at three seasons yeah. ago. And Church, uh, Churchill were trying to do. They they also Absolutely. played in the second division. There are quite a few number of teams who have done that. Churchill got relegated after they won the title. So that was crazy and they still kept on doing the thing. So why don't you just do it? And I suppose your uh, this thing will also come down. The finances for the year also will come down Absolutely. because you won't be travelling. Travelling much. It's yeah. not like the I-League that is. Yeah, where you have play to travel very few and games also. Play very few games. You start with the West Zone and then go to the All India level where you play against other teams and then qualify for the I-League. Well, 
what happens on that front we'll get to know as the days progress and we approach closer to the start of the i league and the indian super league in november but before that last week we also had other international matches the world cup qualifiers were underway and this time now syria is making news guys yeah and you are the syria correspondent so i am not really the syria correspondent but yes i've been pretty much hooked on to what's been happening there they were up against the might of iran playing at the azadi stadium in tehran syria knew they had to win the game to earn a direct qualification like asia has four direct qualifications so two slots go to teams in group a and two go to teams in group b in group a iran had already qualified with uh, due because of their phenomenal performance and the team that has not yet didn't concede a single goal till that very syria game ended up scoring first but then syria hit back then sadar azman scored a second one but in the injury time what happened 93rd minute 93rd minute uh, minute syria come, uh, comes back to score another one that match ended in a draw which means syria finishes third behind south korea south korea qualified south korea qualified as a second best team in group a south korea were playing saudi uh, playing uzbekistan and uzbekistan needed to win that game to qualify for the world cup that didn't happen which means syria finishes third and they will play australia in the asian playoff for a slot in the intercontinental playoff which where they would face a team from the concacaf which would be either usa panama or honduras well this is really this has really been interesting apart from there in concacaf concacaf mexico has already achieved the direct qualification slot in south america brazil has qualified for russia 2018 but a messiless world cup looks very much certain with argentina lying in the fifth position guys how do you look at this a messiless world cup very much possible now it is going to be a messiless world cup mm-hmm. i'll still watch it probably because there was a latanless world cup last year we didn't say anything mm-hmm. in euro belgium have qualified and other teams are inching close to the qualification probably in november we'll know more teams who top the group and qualify from europe in africa no team has qualified yet but there are a number of teams like egypt tunisia and nigeria who are inching close well that about the world cup wrap there's one thing about syria that i think we can look and we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. they are a team uh, from a war torn country who's been struggling with civil wars who playing their matches outside who are training the players are not playing there they're all leaving and they're trying to exile and go to egypt and places like that Lebanon. and and they still managed to qualify and uh, predominantly we sit here saying we don't have infrastructure we don't have this and we don't have that and all these kind of things mm-hmm. at what point does all these problems become an opportunity for us to do something and not an excuse to justify something that didn't happen so i think we really need to look at some look at ourselves including us as mm-hmm. journalists to maybe help indian football out because there is enough potential for them to go a little bit more further well uh, syria is a really good example where we can look up to them and see because a, a country that has been striven by war where living itself has become a problem the national team has been performing phenomenally they do not play their home games like sandeep said in syria they go out but it is just the spirit and the hunger to perform well and to bring some joy to the country like i was reading a few reports that were published right after that draw against iran they were up against a team that hadn't conceded it's a qualifying record in asia that a team hasn't conceded a single goal in the qualifying campaign but that did not deter them from achieving what they wanted they ended up with a draw and now they are into the playoff well that is something that the authorities their club football is also good they won the afc cup uh, last season didn't it they did? no it was iraqi iran yeah, sorry it was iraqi uh, but they again another uh, country that probably is probably another yeah. country that we can look up to definitely 
so these are things that I think the authorities in India, not only the AIFF officials, but every stakeholder that is associated with Indian football should look into. Arvind, your thoughts on Syria's performance? Well, I read a story where uh, the commentator said, goal, goal, that is uh, Syria into the World Cup and uh, it started trending. Uh, he started crying. Isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. started crying and uh, the entire city was shut on that day just watching the match. So it was a big deal for them and uh, no matter which side they were on, whether they were on the president's uh, side or the rebel group, they all came together to watch the match. Well, things to learn from uh, from Syria and Iraq for India. I hope the authorities are listening to this. Well, guys, I that's all I have on this episode. The rundown is done. Guys, you have anything to add? There's a rumor that uh, Alberto Gilardino, who's an Italian forward, for the scored and won the 2006 World Cup for Italy. Mm-hmm. One of those who was touted by five six teams in ISL. Uh, I, he was one of my favorite strikers when I was growing up, along with Fernando Torres. But yeah, I hope it happens, but I don't think he can do much. Well, Selfishly, I hope old? it happens. He's 35. Okay. He didn't score a goal in, in Serie A last season. Up until two years ago, two, three years ago. Before the World Cup, he was in very good form in Fiorentina. Mm-hmm. But uh, post that, I think he went to uh, China and didn't really work out. So, uh, it's come back, didn't really work out either. So. Mm-hmm. This could be a good option for him. Selfishly, because I want to see him play live, I will say yes, he should come. But I don't know how much he'll add. You watched the World Cup live, isn't it? it no, it's to see in person. It was also inspiring to see the legends, uh, World Cup legends like uh, Carlos Valderrama, uh, Fernando Morientes, Marcel Desai and uh, Emmanuel from Nigeria. So all these guys visited uh, Mumbai recently and... They encouraged the Under-17 World Cup to handle pressure and perform well. Uh, they spoke to the team, did they? No, they just uh, gave a press statement. Uh-huh. I don't think the team is practicing in Bangalore, by the way. And uh, Sunil Chetri spoke to them uh-huh. and told a couple of uh, encouraging uh, and inspiring words, like "Do well," and this is your. <laughs> the most encouraging. <laughs> this is your opportunity to shine, and everyone. He actually think. said, "I would give 15 years of my career." For, to play in the World Cup. So, that that's pretty inspiring, I guess. Yeah, I would yeah. be four years of my career to cover a World Cup. How does it sound? I know, not good. It sounds very, <laughs> very sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, I think we are done with this episode, isn't it? Or do we have more? No, that's it. Arvind has more. Arvind is busy looking out, I don't know. No, before we get towed, because we have... Absolutely, we are in... Park yeah. inside a car, according to this board. Yeah, my my scooter just got towed, and I had to pay 750 rupees. So I don't know how much it is for a, a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, before we get onto another tangent, thanks a lot for tuning in and encouraging us to continue with our pod. We got to know that there are a few of you all are facing some problems on the technical front. We have we have had a word with our technical support staff, and I hope by the time you get this episode, that is sorted out. You can follow us on Twitter, it's Injury Time IND, and our Facebook page is called Injury Time. Until we bring you the next episode, have a good time and enjoy the game.